Chapter 1 It was another steamy, hot summer afternoon, and Myrtle Clover was keeping cool indoors by staying glued to Tomorrow's Promise, her favorite soap opera. Her avid viewing of Kayla's daring rescue from a bizarre cult was suddenly and rudely interrupted by a cat's screaming wail and the sound of dogs snapping and growling outside. Pasha! she gasped struggling to her feet from the padded softness of her recliner and knocking a half-finished crossword puzzle from her lap. Grabbing her cane in one hand and seizing a nearby pitcher of lemonade in the other, she bolted out the front door. Two large dogs were on her front walk, snapping at and nosing a black, hissing, frightened cat that was trapped between them and fighting to get out. Myrtle bellowed, Stop! and flung the lemonade at the animals. The dogs stopped, swinging their heads around to gape at Myrtle. The cat bolted away as fast as she could go. Bad dogs, snapped Myrtle sternly, brandishing her cane at them, towering over them with her full nearly six feet height. The animals instantly put their tails between their legs and lowered their ears, whining at her as they slunk away. Myrtle's police chief's son lived directly across the street from her, and his door flew open at all the commotion. You okay, Mama? he called. They weren't snapping at me. It was Pasha they were after. Now she's run off, and I don't even know if she's hurt or not. Myrtle was exasperated at the note of panic in her voice. It was surprising how important that feral cat had become to her. Red dodged back inside, finally hurrying out again with his shoes on. He strode purposely across the street. There is a leash law in this town. I sure wish folks would remember that. His once red hair, now mostly gray, stuck straight up on one side of his head, and his voice was rough and raspy, as if he'd just awakened from a nap. You know how the old-timers are here in Bradley, said Myrtle. They ignore whichever laws inconvenience them. Those dogs don't have tags on them, and I don't recognize them. She started calling for Pasha. Kitty, kitty, kitty! Her heart was still pounding, and she breathed deeply to settle herself down. Pasha's too smart to come out before she thinks she's safe, Mama. Maybe after I've put these dogs in the police cruiser, she'll come. Red whistled to the dogs and then held out his hand, and the animals obediently followed him, as if he were the Pied Piper. Treats for bad dogs? Myrtle was outraged. They're just acting like dogs, Mama. Dogs chase cats, and I've got to get them into my car. I figured hot dogs would be certain to lure them in there. Sure enough, the dogs were all over those bits of hot dogs. Once they were in the car, Red slammed the back doors and walked around to the driver's side. Well, I know you're not arresting them, so where are you taking them? asked Myrtle. Just down to hang out at the station until someone claims them. That way I can also remind their owners about the leash law when they pick their dogs up, said Red. Myrtle watched as he backed out of his driveway and then rolled down his window. Mama, I'll help you look for that cat when I come back, okay? Myrtle raised her eyebrows in surprise. I thought you weren't exactly Pasha's number one fan. I'm not. Shoot, Mama, it's a feral cat. How am I supposed to feel about my octogenarian mother hanging out with a wild animal? But it's better for me to be stooping under bushes to look for her instead of you. You're unsteady on your feet as it is. Myrtle glared at him. He was interfering as usual. I'm just fine on my feet, Red. 
This cane just helps me move faster, that's all. It's really more of a fashion accessory than anything else. Go along to the station. I'll get Miles to help me. He drove off, and Myrtle reconsidered enlisting Miles's help. She decided to leave her friend alone for the time being. His guilty pleasure was watching her soap opera. She'd gotten him hooked on it, and it would just be wrapping up now. He'll actually know if Kayla escaped from the cult without consequence. Myrtle peered around her. Kitty, 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 she called, bending down to look under bushes and neighbors' cars. Which way had Pasha gone? Myrtle had to admit she wasn't sure. She'd just seen her run. Maybe she'd run far away, making sure she was well out of the way of those dogs. Myrtle walked back inside, opened a can of albacore tuna, and kept looking. After scanning her yard and her neighbor's yards, she moved down to the next block of houses, calling as she walked and hoping that the smell of the tuna might tempt the poor cat out of hiding. The sun blazed down on her, and the early summer humidity felt oppressive. Myrtle thought she saw some movement in the bushes of a shady yard and walked right into the yard, calling and holding out the can. A squirrel scampered away, and Myrtle gave a disappointed sigh. She jumped a little as an authoritative voice barked, Mrs. Clover, what are you doing? Myrtle looked up to see Rose Mayfield standing in her front door, hands on her hips, and an impatient look on her face. I'm looking for my lost cat, that's all, said Myrtle. Interfering Biddy, 